What's up, bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. I'm in a really hyper mood. <laughs> First of all, you need to work on the gap that you have between what's up, bookworms. Pause. It's your host, Stevie, because I always feel like I need to jump in when you pause. Damn. All right. What's up, guys? It's MJ. Monty J. The M to the J. <laughs> the least cool. The least cool MJ. Cooper's here. I think of all of the people that's nickname is MJ, and I'm like, damn, should have picked something else. Because Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, Marijuana, Mary Jane. Happy 420 for people to celebrate it. Oh, yeah. Happy 420 for the people that celebrate my fellow Potikins. <laughs> That's, that's potheads and Americans put together. Cooper's just chilling like a villain. He just got some catnip. He's happy for his 420. Oh, yeah. I bet he's having a blast. So there's literally nothing going on with me besides writing, and that's not exciting. So, Stevie, what is going on in the book world? Well, now that you ask, uh, today Kennedy Mitchell released mind to guard which was a really good uh romantic suspense book which i was not expecting um not that i wasn't expecting it to be good i just had never read her before so it was really exciting um carly phillips released just one night which is her kingston family series that just got released our friend gina az is releasing the faker tomorrow which is book three, I think, in her Boston series. Yay, hockey. Uh, who else? Our friend KK Allen, who will may or may not be joining us eventually. Oh my God, uh, we just got confirmation. We haven't set a date yet, but we just got confirmation about an author that I love so fucking much. August is gonna be <laughs> popping. I'm excited. Uh, K.K. Allen's really sent over the moon this week. So if you haven't read her Bell, her Bell Curve series, that's part, that's book four, I believe. Um, and Nicole Dykes is releasing her book called Salvation on Thursday, on Friday, the day that this comes out. Everybody go buy it, please, because who has ever, I don't, I don't even have words for this because the main character, the female character is a stripper. Yes, ma'am. Yes, queen. I am here for this. <laughs> oh, I, I wonder what it is about stripper romances. <laughs> I do have something exciting to say. My cover reveal is this Saturday. I was getting there. And I am so excited to share with you guys the cover reveal. The cover reveal is the only light at the end of the tunnel this week for me. <laughs> this, week, this week is really just, it's crushing my spirit. Okay, because I'm editing and editing is like telling yourself that you suck every single time you read it. So, yeah, I'm excited to show you guys a cover of Quinn and Rhett. I'm nervous. I'm like so nervous. My hands sweat thinking about it because it is different. It's, it's different. And I don't know how people are going to take it. And I'm scared. But I hope you guys like it. I love the cover. For those who don't know, I've already seen it. Nah, um. shit. <laughs> I was going to be nice 
I actually really do like this cover. This is probably one of my favorite covers so far because of how unique it is. Yeah. And it's like not it. like it's not like the ones you've done before. So yeah. I think I for like a lot, a lot of, people, of people, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh my God, it's so unique. And it's like, you know, not, but like genuinely, it is very different. Like if you're expecting something like the Fury or like a, a regular rock star romance kind of cover, not it. Not it at all. And I, I'm nervous, but I'm also very excited. However, less about me, more about the person that we're going to be talking to today. I am so freaking out right now. I have sadly not read this person. Stevie just, I just, Stevie introduces me to so many cool people. However. Look, I'm so excited. Like, I can't, I can't because one of these two people is obsessed with Supernatural, like I am. Oh, yeah. And did a Supernatural podcast. And, like, I sent her, me and her send each other, uh, supernatural related items from tiktok and stuff back and forth and i'm just really excited about this because i am obsessed with their series um those who have not read crescent cove or um lost in oblivion founded oblivion so since she's name dropping titles uh the the uh the fucking i lost it the 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 guest on our on our podcast today is Taryn Quinn, uh, USA Today bestselling authors. And uh, yeah, so we're super excited to get over there and chat with him. I'm going to go ahead and read their intro and then we're just going to jump right into it with him. USA Today bestselling authors Taryn Quinn is a, the redheaded stepchild of bestselling authors Taryn <laughs> Elliott and Carrie Quinn. We have been writing together for a lifetime. Wait, no, it's really only been a handful of years, but we have a lot of fun. Sometimes we write stories that don't quite fit into our regular catalog. Do you like shorter or dirtier reads? Anything goes with this pen name. Sexy, check. Erotica, check. Sweet, usually mixed with the sexy. So yeah, check. Rom-com, double check. Dark romance, oh yeah, check. And paranormal, check. Which checks all my fucking boxes. Did we mention that they like all genres? So come on, light some candles, pour a glass of wine, maybe even put on a little bit of sexy music and join us as we talk to Taryn Quinn. Thank you so much for joining us, Taryn Quinn, Dynamic Duo. Thank you for coming. Yay! Hi! <laughs> we're happy to be here. We um, are, we're super excited. How's the weather where you guys are at? Um, it's getting uh, crappy. <laughs> Wait, what? getting colder we're in new york you said crappy (laughs) okay (laughs) all right okay cool rain Um, turn into the snow yep so yeah at the end of the week are you both in new york yeah sure we're about three well two and a half hours apart or two hours in carry driving <laughs> the speed limit is a suggestion. That's how I feel. Oh yes, the speed limit suggests how fast I should go. Doesn't MJ doesn't like to talk about cars on the podcast. <laughs> he wrecked my car. Oh no! In Baltimore. <laughs> That's not so, good. I have a grudge against oh. Baltimore. <laughs> it's gonna I'm traumatize. However, you, can't have a, you can't have a grudge against Baltimore. That's where Nora is. Oh, man. I got a grudge. It totaled my car. I got a grudge. <laughs> so, she's not in Baltimore. She's in Maryland. 
we're super excited these questions with you guys um stevie if you want to go ahead and take those and then i'll do the writing questions afterwards because i talk way too much on this shit anyways i need a muzzle okay so we're gonna start with crescent cove first which is a total of i think 13 books um with our short stories yeah i think i included those two that is insanely impressive i just want to congratulate you both (laughs) you both are amazing so what inspired hold on let me think about what i what inspired to write the entire crescent cove series well it was actually from a picture oh uh i was at taryn's house taryn elliott not you know this is the problem with having multiple taryns like we're Taryn Quinn, but she's Taryn Elliott, and I'm Gary Quinn. But anyway, so I was at Taryn Elliott's house, and she was actually taking a nap, and I happened to see the photo of Mike Chabot, the model, holding his, I believe it's his nephew. I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be a book. Ooh. And that's that started everything. That started to have my baby, and then we built the whole series after that. Yeah, we kind of wrote it as a one-off. We thought it was going to be just... Well, hey, we'll jump on the baby market because, you know, baby books were getting big and we're like, hey, we like money. And, <laughs> and we didn't think it would be any more than like a book. And then, whoops. And then it was like, yeah. whoopsies. Yeah, we thought maybe we'd do his twins book, you know, because Oliver popped up and he was just, you know, we couldn't ignore him. But then it kind of exploded from there. Yeah, um, we don't know how to not explode our worlds. You know, like we can't just have a backup character or a side character and no they just they have to have their own book oh yeah so when building like (laughs) the actual crescent cove itself were there any like inspirational things like you took from where you guys grew up for like the small town kind of vibe yes oh yeah it's based on skinny atlas new york which is a lakeside town so much of it is crescent cove i mean like if you went there you it's so much the gazebo the lake um all the little shops there's a coffee shop there's it's really so yeah, we, we pretty much ripped it off there. just renamed it <laughs> <laughs> but we but we actually, <laughs> I really love her she's like i love her <laughs> yeah, yeah we 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 love to walk around scan the nickname is scan and um we just fell in love with the place and then we were like lake town sounds good right and then, of course, it became, you know, something's in the water. <laughs> it's not for real, but, you know, there's kind of like a lore attached to this little town now. And uh, we leaned into it without any remorse. Yeah, we, we so didn't intend to do that when we started, but then we thought it'd be one book. So, you know, yeah, it just it took off on its own. And we were surprised at how much people loved it, too. We didn't expect that either. And we'd never really done a small town series before. So mm-hmm. it was a whole new thing in a lot of ways. Dude, people love the small town romance baby boom. I'm telling you. Look, I'm here for this Crescent Cove. Like, if it's a real place, I would go there. <laughs> well, it kind of is. Not exactly. Not with the babies, but the rest of it, Skinny mm-hmm. Atlas, I swear, looks Somebody, just like it. I tell every small town author ever, I'm like, where are you fi- Like... I grew up in a small town. Where are you finding these men? <laughs> Where are they? Because listen, I we didn't have that. Okay, I it was either related to somebody or yeah. they were they did not look like the people on the covers. Okay, well that's true. 
That's very true. I go to Skinny Atlas all the time and I don't see any of those guys there. <laughs> no, damn it. You do what you can. <laughs> do what you can. Do what you can. <laughs> um, we have good imagination, so it works out. <laughs> yeah. You have a great imagination. Let's just be real here. There's a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, because we did the Taryn Quinn thing and we were like, ah, let's just try just our names as a mashup. And then yeah, that was never supposed to be our main thing at all. It was just a side thing here and there, and now our main names are kind of the side thing. Just worked out that way. Love it. Obsessed. And you know, <laughs> the funny thing is, we we said, um, when we first started writing together, we're like, we probably should just use Taryn Quinn, but we were using Carrie's name first because she was, um, she was really big, fresh out the gate in like, was that 2015? Carrie? Before that even. Like 2012. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, when, you, when um, Entangled. Yeah. Because Entangled, um, her, her name blew up. Uh, this little, like, um, short story kind of blew up, and then her name was really big, so we were like, well, we should probably use the name that's more known back when USA Today bestselling author was a big draw. Yeah. And then we were like, you know, Taryn Quinn's going to do well because that's the one we didn't use, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always the way. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one thing I really actually really like about this is that these series are very interconnected. Just so um, was there anything in particular that made you guys do this? Um, it was easier for us in a way. Kind of, you know when you start a new book sometimes it takes a while to get used to the characters and get used to the world and if we had that you know we could bring in some side characters we were familiar with from our other books kind of made it easier for us to get acclimated so I think we started it for us but then readers seemed to enjoy it so we're like why the heck not I would literally die trying to interconnect as many <laughs> we have moments and the thing is we don't do a lot of notes so <laughs> Yeah. Oh, y'all y'all just out here winging this shit y'all just out here <laughs> well, we used to call it left at albuquerque and now we just call it left at cincinnati yeah, i mean taryn's more of a note girl than me but i don't do many notes and i she's always like you know go in our one note put stuff there and i forget and she, she's like what is this i don't even know what this is i'm like sorry i forgot <laughs> open i'm not a note girl so i don't do it nope she sure doesn't <laughs> but she's better now because um we're old and we forget shit we used to remember everything so we didn't have to worry about it that is the truth and now we're in our mid-40s and that is no longer a thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't but remember it's everywhere you're not old first of all let's just put that in there. Well, oh, no. our brain reminds us that we are not in we're not in our 30s anymore and we don't remember everything like we used to <laughs> i am extremely jealous my brain would literally probably have a mental breakdown i would die <laughs> mj's to... also an infant compared to me and the rest of us like why do you gotta bring up my age every single fucking time we do these podcasts <laughs> listen i'd be okay with being called an infant that's fine <laughs> i'm at the old... age i'm like yeah if i was younger i'd be okay with that old it's soul okay. old soul <laughs> <laughs> you have an old soul um problem is now even our Rock stars have overlapped into the cove. Mm -hmm. 
That's what she was telling me. I was like, these they got everything. These ladies got everything. <laughs> I was like, you've been when I was reading your uh, your bio on Goodreads, I was like, they really do got everything. They're everywhere. Rom-com, erotica, dark romance. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, Carrie's got some uh, uh, MMA stuff that we're re-releasing soon, and that's, oh, that's a bit of a darker it. flavor. We're enjoying, <laughs> I'm enjoying like, that too, but you know, right now life is really shitty, so we've been writing a lot of lighter stuff. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, but listen, I don't even give a shit, even, like, <laughs> I love dark stuff, okay? That's my jam and my jelly and my butter, okay? I love dark stuff. And it doesn't matter if there's, like, even if the world is, I mean, even if my life is shit, I'm still just like, you know what I want to read? I want to read about somebody falling in love with a serial killer. That's what I want to do today. It's fine. Oh, yep. That's me, too, sometimes. <laughs> I just fine. do. It's whatever. I mean, I started with Sky Warren. And mm. darker her stuff was, I ate it up. Ate oh. it up. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, we also like to write everything, but the darker books do take it out of us. So we kind of skewed a little bit on the lighter end lately, just because um, the recovery time on a darker book for us is more. Yeah. Yeah, we're super empathic. So, you know, it's hard when you're dealing with the characters and you're feeling everything they're going through it's it's really difficult and, and these times the light books are so much better to write mentally we yeah, love like, it compared when to we wrote rock revenge um which was um almost a trilogy it's kind of like two books and a, and a mini mm-hmm. um by the end of that book we were pretty fried at the back of that series yeah, and found in oblivion, which I won't say why, but there's a particular event that happens <laughs> in that series that you know a lot of readers were upset about and we were upset about. But yeah, that was really, really difficult for us to write too. Not me over here, like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, we uh we we got in trouble with that series quite a bit. But yeah, it's a thing that's not done in romance at all. So <laughs> Yeah, we <laughs> what's one thing that you mj think about it what's one thing that contemporary romance authors are told not to write about there's a lot of shit bro so Uh, it's one particular event that it's why people don't like love triangles it's yeah (laughs) not me like literally i'm like i i don't know i mean i wrote about a lot of shit bro i mean i got i got i got so I got, you know, addicts. I mean, there's lots of shit. I mean, oh no. Oh, this is, oh, no. Did this y'all is somebody to... off? Yeah, no, I mean, we don't want to ruin it for somebody so they then won't read it, but. Yeah, sort of. Oh, okay. All right. We'll just, okay. All right. I'm picking up. Yeah. Something. Well, it was, it was a major event and it shook up the entire series and it led to the end of the series. Nope. Not me, like, gonna go yeah. just read that. We're super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Found in oblivion. I mean, if you want I your hope, heart ripped out, that's the one for you. <laughs> I hope we did it tastefully. And I mean, it was hard for us. It wasn't just a cheap shot or anything like that. But yeah, a lot of readers were not happy no. with us at all. <laughs> and it was something we're not going to do again. No. Because it was hard for us too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the ramifications were far more outstretched than we anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of things oh. we do. <laughs> well that's the problem because we're kind of pantsers um we try to plot we try really hard 
like so hard, <laughs> but it doesn't take. See, that's I why we call left at Albuquerque and left at Cincinnati <laughs> because I didn't have a problem with it. But I'm also unlike a lot of readers where I don't judge on those ones. Like, yeah, I actually enjoy all the twists and turns. Right. Well, but, I mean, we were happy because it was something different too. Because obviously, as a writer, you have to keep challenging yourself. And right. you know, we've written a lot of books, and <laughs> to keep it fresh for ourselves, you know, sometimes. But like we said, that it had ramifications we didn't expect, and so it's not something we'll do again. But and it was hard for us, you know. It was harder than we anticipated. Immediately, immediately going to read that. Just let me add that to my library. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also, also learned a lot from that series. So just from a writing standpoint, um, yeah. A lot of times because we friend, had to we had to juggle a lot of events and people. Yeah, and that's tough, especially when. Um, our cast got really huge. And then we also had um, Lost in Oblivion was in there too because of relations, you know, brothers, sisters, all sorts of cousins. Yeah. <laughs> cousins. <laughs> we yeah. covered everything. My friends will be like, oh my God, this book, like, I can't read it. Like, it's so, you know, too much. It's too sad. Like, this a tragic event happens. I'm like, what is it? Let me, let me read it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, it's my, it's, I, I, yeah. So I'm, I'm adding it to my library at the moment. <laughs> we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I'm going to love it. I have a feeling. I mean, it's super sexy and really hot, but yeah, there's some dark, there's some dark shit. Is it okay? How many, what is it? How many series in the lot? Like, which is the books that are, uh, uh what's six books, Carrie? Six? Seven. It Seven. starts with Bedded Bliss and finishes with Finding Forever. Yeah. which is the happy tie everything up book yeah cool, which is kind of our, our jam now rattled, but, uh-huh. we always end up with like an extra bonus book at the end <laughs> because or, we don't have to wrap shit up <laughs> or if it's lost in oblivion like 18 that's <laughs> yeah, like 12 i was like damn <laughs> and it's not done there's gonna be more not of the actual main series but we have more spinoffs in mind because we are us we can't let certain characters go and pretty much like that entire cast yeah we can't let and them. people want us to send nick and lila to the cove so that's gonna happen too <laughs> which should be interesting. i'm one of those people <laughs> yeah gonna happen. lila wants another baby and so <laughs> i'm waiting gotta for go. it that's the way we're gonna knock her up probably <laughs> look i was also the same person who told taryn that i i really wanted to see um Seth and Oliver's dad get a story. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like he needs a happy ever. He he does. And actually Jared's dad's gonna get a story too, because you know, everybody needs love. So <laughs> I love it. Why the hell now? I, I love I mean, the deals. They're probably not gonna have the cove little extra benefit happen, I don't think. But you never know. Mm-hmm. Can't say never say never, but <laughs> I mean there can always be a third child in that little family. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and actually, you'd be surprised things that happen. <laughs> and that's all. Don't we'll put say any ideas happens. in our head. Believe it. <laughs> yeah. If there's something we're like, oh, should we not do that? Oh, then we definitely want to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> that is for sure. Speaking of Crescent Cove, what's next for Crescent Cove? <laughs> um, we're working on Wrong Bed Baby, which is Luna's book. book. 
Luna and Caleb. Um, Caleb's the teacher that uh, he's he's actually in um, uh, Dare's book. Yeah, that kind of hits on Kelsey. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I love that name. The, the sausage delivery guy. Yeah. I love, I, she told me that and I was like, immediately, like, back the fuck up. Tell me about this. Listen, we don't, you know, we're we'll, we'll right about anyone. Really. Yeah. Her comment to me telling her about this was that this is the perfect porn hub moment. Oh, absolutely. I was just, that's immediately what I thought because I asked her, I was like, just some of the plot or whatever. And I asked her, I was like, do they, do they fuck? Like when, <laughs> hell yeah, they do. Literally, like, do they? Do they? Do they? Like fuck? Like when he drops the pizza off, or like yeah, we really do yes. porn hub. Yes, he does. Style. I mean, forget the that. Right then, right on it. They hook it's up on, right then. It happens. I was right on the next day. Once again, why are my pizza delivery? My pizza delivery men are not getting an effort here. They. Yeah, why I, am I tipping these people if this man out here giving the sausage? Here. No, hasn't happened to me either. Unfortunately. I'm sad. <laughs> I would like a dare. I'll take a, a grumpy dude is my favorite. And we, we tend to write a lot of them because we do enjoy the grumpy dude. Also, your dog in the back scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> uh, she came racing and I put myself on mute. I was like, oh, I was like, here she goes. Um, her, her dog is huge. There's 100 pounds. <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> Don't know if you're aware that there is something in the room with you. Yep. That's Felicity's spot. I love it. Love um, it. So since we were talking about Lost in Oblivion and Found in Oblivion and books like that, will we ever get any updates on Deacon and the babies? That's another thing we have to do. <laughs> I like, need updates here on Harper and Deacon's story. <laughs> well, we, we have plans for a little something. I, we just don't know when it's going to happen because um, we just made the announcement actually um to our newsletter that we are taking a small break from the rockers for a little bit just because um we've done so many yeah we, <laughs> we love them so much but we don't want to cheat any of them by being too tired to write their story kind of thing mm-hmm. you and, yeah and we we kind of were veering more into murder mayhem and some of our readers love that but you know we kind of have to take into account that not everybody's on board with that journey that they are more focused on the romance so we're trying to find the balance between what where we were veering off to and what's best for the series yeah we're kind of retooling a little bit it's still gonna happen absolutely we're definitely gonna finish it out we're gonna finish out hammered and then we have the spinoff in mind for lost in oblivion too which is two books yeah, we're gonna do something a little different. It's all kinds um, of stuff. We're writing a duet. It's two books, um, but everybody's point of view in the two books. Ooh, my brain would explode. <laughs> explode. Yeah, we've never done anything like that. I mean, anywhere. We've done close. a little bit, like some of our bonus stories. We tend to like put a bunch of points of view in there, like Nick and Simon take over every story. We can't help it. They just they have very large personalities, so <laughs> Nick especially. Simon is right there with them though. <laughs> and yeah. uh and Lila loves to be right there too because her she is Nick's epic 
love story in every way. Oh, I thought I was supposed to be like, is that Leo energy? So I bet it's, I bet she's a Leo. I mean, <laughs> she's a bad bitch, man. We love her. <laughs> I was like, I know what that's like. Leo energy. We gotta, we gotta be up in that business all the time. Simon's actually a Leo. I see yep. what I'm saying. We're <laughs> We're, we, we're we really should bring is a Leo in every way. <laughs> him and his flowing of mane of hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for. Oh my god, I love a man with a mane. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, between him and Deacon, hello. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Um, yeah. No, we love our rock stars. We can't. We'll never leave the rock stars. We just. We just. We have to remember that um, suspense novels perhaps might need to be a separate thing. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, I personally, I mean, obviously I know that you're targeting for your reader group or what, you know, that thing. I personally like the fact when like the storyline follows like, like the romance is there between the characters, but the problem is because of like something else. Does that make sense? Like it's yeah. not like the issue is that they don't love each other or they can't be together. It's like somebody's trying Eternal. to fucking kill them yeah. or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we love yeah it. the Noah and Jamie book is definitely going to be external more than internal. Yeah, yeah. Well, except for Jamie's about very resistant to every facet of Noah, except for that part. <laughs> well, <laughs> that should be interesting. <laughs> you know, the no, uh, Jamie guy. is in our, our new Brooklyn Dawn series. She's the uh, the largest personality in the entire group. Yes, Queen. And we might be slightly in love with her. I love a good person. I Just love a love it. personality. I love a big personality. It's my favorite. Yeah, she's huge. She's she's a badass and she don't care. <laughs> yes. And I think part of that's part of probably why we're not as big in the romance rock star lexicon. Like we're kind of we fly under the radar a lot. And I don't know why, but well, I know some don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tea! The tea is hot. The tea is hot. We, we just don't we don't know how to write just the this typical fan fiction type story yeah we we make it so many layers and i guess some people really are into that yeah but the people that are really are <laughs> so we really currently you know, writing rock write rock romance at the moment cringes <laughs> cringes ah. i'm almost done with it it's literally killing me and i'm never gonna do it again <laughs> really no, no no i'm just kidding no it has nothing to do with him being a rock star it's just like the the storyline that i chose like i don't i'm i have these great ideas and then i do them and i'm like i'm a why the fuck did i do this to myself like shit. yes that yeah we do that all the time i wrote rom-com i can't write that's a joke i can't write rom-com that's a joke. No, we're really good at that i suck at that teach me somebody help me i'm not funny to the people who thought love and hockey was a rom-com <laughs> oh my god i felt so sorry for that lady when she messaged me on instagram i was like oh damn she still like i feel like sports romance has a uh falls underneath like the genre of rom-com when you say sports romance oh yeah people tell them yeah and so and mine's not like i try to warn people and i'm like it's not funny like please don't read this unless like you're in a good headspace <laughs> <laughs> and this one lady messaged me and was like i thought that this was funny you're supposed to be funny and i'm crying and i'm like she, I told, there's a trigger warning i told you <laughs> my my mma series was not rom-com and also had trigger warnings so 
it's okay. currently in the basement or actually the audio is in the basement because of the trigger warning so people just flying through my trigger warning they're just like this is gonna be funny <laughs> i'm like okay i guess mia is such a good character though she's so worth it but we we like to write stronger women um our women are never going to be the shrinking violets mm-hmm. even one even ones that start out maybe looking slightly that way they just can't stay that way yeah that's because we're we're bad bitches in this house in this series <laughs> bad bitches we take That's no right. shit <laughs> so, so we're gonna week. talk about his temporary assistant because that is the most recent release yes which is a very long book uh <laughs> yeah 400 and some pages yep. yes. um, it's gonna write short books by the way <laughs> I mean, you read Rocked like how many times? That's not, that's a doorstop. Yeah, yeah that's 30K <laughs> longer than that's 500 something pages. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, started, I started Rocked last night again because I don't know why. When I need something good in my life, I go back to read Crescent COVID Lost in Oblivion. Oh, <laughs> well, we love yeah. you. So we're gonna um, well our first books in most of our series are the longest anyways play play dirty was really long too yeah that was, we're setting up all the things you know yeah you gotta make it you gotta set it up so that everybody understands that's right well his temporary assistant actually is a is a slight spinoff of crescent cove um it's in like the next town over they don't have baby water though they don't have baby <laughs> water i love that yeah. you guys call yeah. baby water Although Preston's house is half in Preston Cove for future shenanigans if necessary. <laughs> His house is literally on the town line between them. So, I love it. Yep. So and then we have Luton Falls, which is the next town over, which is um, are going to be our mystical kind of books. Oh, she's all about PNR. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> mystical. Are we talking mystical as in like fantasy? Witches and... All kinds of things are slightly out there. Also, rom com, because that's yep. usually what we do. I don't think anybody. Yeah, we're super excited about that one. I know that everybody. I feel like a lot of people. So Twilight was everybody's kind of like shit, right, for a long time. And I'm, you know, vampires hot. I love. I wasn't a huge Twilight fan. Don't fucking come at me. I was not a huge Twilight fan. <laughs> I liked J.R. Ward's uh, Black Dagger Brothers mm-hmm. series. I love yes. that, right? The How first was- five books. Oh, my God. Oh, fantastic. The first five. And I tell people that. I'm like, oh, my God, the first five. You have to read them. I mean, yeah, then it went, it, went to, it went to Urban Fantasy then after yeah. that for me. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm telling you right now, a wrath walked up in my house. Yeah. Um, the I would do yes. <laughs> However, I loved that series, but I was raised. I tell people all this all the time my ass was raised on fairy form okay <laughs> freaking like actar series and throne of glass by sarah j mass is like oh wow. yeah i don't read a lot of why sometimes carrie reads some of it but I yeah not usually that love fantasy books oh, i mean i'm just saying that, that that's like the first series that like i read when i was like 15 14 or whatever you're way too young to be reading these like naughty books whatever but anywho I, uh, that was, that was me i was reading the bodice rippers when i was 14 so fine, it's fine. <laughs> so i <laughs> love fantasy so sign me up for that shit immediately immediately it doesn't matter werewolves vampires fairies fae i don't care what it is wizards witches give them to me i love yeah, it we enjoy the vampires have you, have you read Cressley Cole? I mean, that was yep. a series for so many different yes. readers and the 
Faye yep. and the, so wonderful. I'm buying though, like 10 books. <laughs> I have not, but I'm going to read that because it was, it was really good and really sexy, but like just so I, many different creatures. And I love I, those. Uh, those uh, that reclusive vampire. Hmm. So. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly why I like the Black Dagger Brotherhood is because I feel like they're all just moody assholes, all of them in their own <laughs> way. The top, the, like, five, I'm, like, obsessed with Vicious and Wrath. I would have their babies immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yes. Vicious. I love Vicious. Oh, he's so hot. He's so hot. Okay, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. I need up from fantasy. But, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're toying. Well, not we're not toying. We've been toying with it for uh, how many years now? Ten? We went to Salem, Massachusetts in 2011, and that's yeah, when we witches. started plotting our witches. And yeah. now's the first time we're actually doing something with it. Where's my save? Yeah. Where's our save? <laughs> no, Talk we- about slow burn. Because <laughs> like, I have my tarot cards next to me. Yes. <laughs> oh, lady. Oh my God, buddy. Put those tarot cards back up again. What? <laughs> Is that the wild unknown? No, it's not. Lady. No, it's the, she it's has that. No one's in the way. <laughs> it's the white Newman. It's a new deck. Bro. My shit's on my shelf. You can't see it. I'm gonna go grab it. Watch this. I'm gonna just- <laughs> Stevie, ask your question. Okay. Um, so without giving too much away, what can you guys tell people about the temporary assistant? Oh, yes. Um, his, his temporary assistant is... Um, we have had that cover how, two years, Carrie? Yeah, two years. Um, Almost. <laughs> It was a slow burn for us to figure out exactly how the story was going to go. And uh, we were nervous to, to let it out because it is so us. Like, <laughs> in every way. <laughs> Between tarot Thanks. shenanigan. Um, excessive snark. <laughs> excessive snark. Um, suit, grumpy dude, repressed dude. Um, crazy girl. She's so independent. It's like, uh, these were all of our little every author has that list of things that they love so much yeah and we just peppered the whole book full of it all the stuff we loved and uh went to town <laughs> and of course office we love office romance. romance yeah the kensington square series is mostly office romance and kensington square is uh is like a small uh, kind of like an enclave like it's like this little little like corner of uh, the outskirts of Syracuse. So, I'm yeah, I, we really enjoy it. It's my favorite deck in the whole world. I love this deck. Oh, well then, no, and I have that deck, and I, I do it. too. <laughs> and I have the animal ones, my, and then this one. I love this one. These are my two favorites. I have like twelve, and they're all in boxes, but these are my two favorites. It's like tattoo tarot, and they have three. So fun story, a couple, what, how many weeks ago was this? Like two weeks ago, we had a live event with April Cantavan and Casey Hagan that spilled on to um, Zoom. They had me sweating. And (laughs) they all wanted tarot readings. Oh, wow. (laughs) So MJ's going to bring tarot readings to authors. My grams and my Aunt Lala, uh, they're like super spiritual women like my aunt lala does it for a living that's the best name ever what lala ain't lala oh yeah that's gonna have to go in a book her name, <laughs> her name is lenora her name is lenora but i just call her aunt lala because that's fine that's baby. a good name however she 
does it for a living like she lives in like Oregon and she has this little RV trailer thing where she fucking sells like sage bundles crystals tarot cards does readings all your just local witchy hippie shit and I love her she's my spirit animal that's That's awesome and so my dad who is like not he's like southern baptist and probably thinks I worship the devil it's fine but he's like (laughs) Uh, when I turned 18, Lala, like, sent me, like, all this shit, and she was, like, here, she was, like, this is, like, like, I grew up around it, around, because it's on my mom's side of the family, and so, spiritual awakens, girl, (laughs) yeah, she was, like, here, she was, like, here's all this shit, this is here for you, read all of this, and here's all this stuff, and I was, like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, and my dad was, like, what the fuck, (laughs) it's fine, it's fine, yeah, I'm very spiritual, but, yeah, twins, we're, we're both into the, that, yes, yeah, and we love Salem. People I've met on here. That is, yeah. Like, Salem is like our favorite place in the world, <laughs> and you know that's like witchy central. So we're pretty sure that there's got to be some past life for us for Salem because we're way too like attached, yeah, to it to not have something in our past somewhere. And Taryn is on a tarot card in a deck, so she needs to tell that story. <laughs> She's literally her image is on a tarot card, <gasps> which is the coolest thing ever. Might see oh, that's cool. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I'm the <laughs> knight of wands. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you had that handy because we did not coordinate that. <laughs> no, we didn't. If I could find it in my actual deck, I, uh, uh, it's called Pocket of Peers. It's, uh, it's a Kickstarter deck actually is ending tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all of these uh, tarot readers and spiritual people and uh, I've become really friends, uh, good friends with a lot of people in the community, and <clears throat> I'm, I'm novice central, but um, she enjoyed my energy, and she put me in the deck. Ah! Isn't that <laughs> cool? And she put her dog in the deck, too. I mean, the dog is famous. Yep, you know? Felicity's in there. <laughs> I'll send you an image so you can have it. Thank you. I'm salty as fuck that nobody has thought my energy is good enough to put on another <laughs> my energy is like a dark cloud (laughs) no one wants my energy i'm fantastic i deserve i'm just kidding yeah it's got my yarn it's got my uh washies because i'm obsessed with washi or planner girls on top of everything (laughs) so yeah i'm in a tarot deck and um i have many and mj's jealous as fuck (laughs) so Stevie, is that all your questions for them regarding their book in yeah. specifics? Go ahead and get into your writing world. Okay. I have writing questions for the two of you. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> when did, separately, when did you guys know that you wanted to be writers? And then as a unit, when did you guys realize you wanted to write together? Um, pretty much all my life I was writing in one form or another. Actually, I went, as I used to have in my bio, I went to Catholic school. Mm. And I used to write Bible parables when I was in elementary school, which is a feedback. Look where and we are. Now. Then by high, <laughs> right? And then by high school, I started reading like Nora Roberts. Oh. And my first book of hers was Public Secrets with a rock star, mm-hmm. the father of the heroine. And pretty much there, I think, is when I started 14. And yep, me just too. went from there. <laughs> Yeah, our backgrounds are very similar, even though we did not know each other until we were in our mid-30s. Twin flames. Pretty much. (laughs) I was writing at 14 as well. Um, I used to tell stories orally uh, to my my best friend at the time. And um, 
we I would tell her rock star stories. It was like fan fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, we would be hooking up with rock stars. And then name <laughs> direction. <laughs> As we all do. Harry Styles. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, okay, listen. Okay, continue what you're saying because I'm about to. Let's just say Rock Revenge is based on Harry Styles. <laughs> that, that, yes, that was Ian's inspiration. So. You should. You guys can't see it right now, but you should see the, the screen from my computer. We have tickets for his tour. The most that I have ever paid for tickets in my life, and then COVID happened. Oh, no tour. oh, same girlfriend. I was in the cherry pit. I was in the cherry pit in Raleigh, North Carolina, August seventh, and then COVID fucked my life up. Fucked yeah, my yeah. life all up. Yeah, we've been crying for the past year. Get one. So sad. Anyways, sorry. Continue. But anyway, um, I was 14 and I used to tell stories to my friend and then it graduated to actually writing them down. And then I kind of became semi-famous in the Bon Jovi world. I wrote a really long fan fiction of all mine. I like that online. I didn't take it down. I'm just like, no, it's just part of me. And then uh and then we met on a message board that neither one of us ever went to probably before or since <laughs> yeah i just would lurk because that's what i do i lurk um, <laughs> and then you were like peace deuces bye so we were looking <laughs> for much. critique partners and um we hooked up there because we both love nora roberts and you know we had some overlapping stuff and um you know i wrote her a big long letter about you know why we should be together as a critique partner and then she was possibly slightly frightened no nah, i wasn't scared more than <laughs> I'm, I'm a big personality. Me too. Same. I'm a lot to handle. And, uh, <laughs> and we started critique partnering. And it's funny enough, when we started back in so many years ago, 2008, I remember. <laughs> I'm like, it was right, it was a couple of years before my mom passed away. And I to this day I'm, I'm gonna make Carrie cry again. I'm pretty sure Carrie was given to me so that I could recover from my mother passing. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, that's my heart. Yes. <laughs> the last time she said that, she made me cry, so she just wants to cry again. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. But you know, we uh, we started critiquing, and we used to do paranormal when we first met, which is hilarious because we never touched paranormal again since. <laughs> no. I'll read it, please. <laughs> we we we're, we're it's gonna happen. Yes! Yeah, it's, it's, Luna it's Falls happen. is happening, so yeah, <gasps> Luna Falls is happening. Obsessed. <laughs> yeah, there's a portal. It's there's Mermaid Hotel. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much. Ah, okay, we ain't got the time, but <laughs> that's okay. That it's it's gonna happen someday. To listen, whenever I'm ready. Yeah um so yeah we started critiquing together and then one night we were just talking crazy and then we started plotting seduced which is a non-romance romance that started the uh lost in oblivion series uh because if you read seduced we broke all the rules right from the gate <laughs> fuck it yeah um, the, the- there's there's romance but no actual romance in that book nope no i mean there's like you know relationships but they don't stay together and the two people the point of views are males the two best friends that's it there's no check yes please. <laughs> and and at the time i was like you know this is normal and at, right before we we're gonna publish taryn was like aren't you a little worried about this because this is not normal i'm like uh-oh <laughs> i didn't even 
and just didn't think about it because we had so much fun with that book and we did went from there we went we started writing um back and forth it's why it took so long um she'd write a chapter i'd write a chapter and uh we're um we know now how we write we feel it out we don't know exactly what we're gonna write (laughs) wings it we feel hence, our way through. Hence no notes. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to be a plotter. I tried so hard to be a plotter. I'm like, I still try. I work. I'm a, I love writing the male's point of view, mostly just because I feel like I have a very masculine personality sometimes. I was raised by a single father who was very just alpha asshole half the time. So, I feel like I'm a professional. I am a pro- I got this shit. I'm not that's a joke. However, I do really love like I can't being in the female's head stresses me the hell out. I'm like, God. <laughs> I am right, the male point of view a lot out. easier than some people, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and Taryn's usually our girls. Not always so, but usually because my brain doesn't go easily to the female point of view, even though I am one, but I have issues. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> problems well so, we start off that way we start off where we're each other's one or the other and then by the about the middle point of the book we're both writing both parts mm-hmm. i like that so do you each have like a little interesting quirk that you do when you sit down and write like you have to be eating a twizzler or i don't know i don't eating some type of food or like drinking a specific type of tea or something like that an interesting quirk that you do when you write no but i'm gonna develop one because it makes me sound cooler i have nothing <laughs> <laughs> like she like she always listens to music yeah but sometimes i don't even do that i don't there's nothing i do consistently no i mean because sometimes i write in my bed sometimes i write at my desk i mean yeah there's nothing consistent about me in any way <laughs> but well, i'll work on one of them <laughs> Or the same. I I have music all the time. I have to have, I have a playlist for each book. We, we both do, but I use it more than she does. I mean, she's, she's, she's moody when it comes to uh, her music. (laughs) Like she has a particular playlist she uses when she needs it. She wants to say I'm moody about everything, but she's trying to keep it, you know. I have to listen to the same playlist the whole time. And sometimes even for like love scenes, I will find one song and I will listen to it. Yeah, I, I do that too. Me too. I, I wrote every single happy ending to the same fucking song since I started, which was obviously not long ago. However, it's the same fucking song and it's Iris by, and I don't even give a shit. I mean, That's such a good song. Though. I, yeah, Iris is a good song. song. It is the most iconic, like, listen to me. I could listen to that song over and over again. And it just gets me in the mood to like, it's like, oh my God, the credits are rolling. They're kissing in the rain. Everything is happening. They're happy. And it's just like, oh. Oh, actually, I do have one. There you go. Mumford. (laughs) I end every book with Mumford and Sons. You start every book. End. 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 The last day that I write a book, I listen to the Mumford and Sons every time. Every book. Engineers. Hmm? You like the Lumineers? Yes. Oh, their Cleopatra album is, I'm living, I live for it. Yeah, my brother's a big Lumineers fan. I, I like them, but Mumford is definitely, we saw Mumford a couple times now. They're amazing live. Holy shit. I want to watch them. I've never watched This is how we, this is how Carrie and I feed our addiction. We go to concerts. That's how, and it's, it's nice enough because, you know, hey, we, we write Rockstar so we can write it off. 
<laughs> and everyone's always shocked by that. They're like, wait, you write up concerts? That is work for us. <laughs> I literally, I, okay, so I've been obsessed with One Direction since I was like 11. I don't even care. I don't even care. We're, we're newly obsessed with One Direction after um, Harry Styles won. Ma'am. Man. That that is the subject. If you want to have us talk for two hours, talk about Harry. <laughs> one direction is gonna be the one. On my I... Instagram profile, it says I'm obsessed with Harry Styles. That's how far I've taken it. I don't okay. talk about my books much, but Harry Styles. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's probably. So I'll have to send you guys a picture. I'm. I've been. I've been in love with them since I was like 11. Okay, I watched them on the X Factor. They were like. They were like in sync for me. Okay. Yeah, it he's, was he's insane, and I was. I don't know how his blow up happened but holy crap he's so hot bro he's so hot i was i zane and a harry girl at the same like i love both of them they're still my favorites however harry's not a big zane band i listen <laughs> listen he's listen time out pause but he still loves them he just he's got he's still got mad love for every oh wait i can't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this because it's embarrassing however we're moving on i'm totally a larry stileson and i don't even give a shit i don't even give a shit Oh no, definitely not for that. No, I, I'm, I'm not. pretty sure they fooled around. Yeah, I'm not sure how long it lasted. No. I'm not saying they're together now. I'm just saying. Oh my god, they're crazy. You could not <laughs> fucking you. Oh my god, the stuff they come up with, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I am a part of that crazy ass. I don't even care. A crap. I don't even care. I love them. <laughs> they were together at some point. Nobody can convince me otherwise. Anyways, um. <laughs> How do you two handle negative feedback? Do you guys handle it the same, differently, separately, together? We actually laugh over our one-star reviews. Not all of them. I mean, I'm not going to say that every time something doesn't hurt. Because, of course, we're human. But It does. But actually, the, it's more the three-star reviews that hurt. <laughs> There's nothing worse than a meh as far as we're concerned <laughs> yeah it, i mean if somebody hates it hey we moved them so that's good you know exactly. yeah, and everybody's different so Absolutely. i mean yeah there's there's been other ones that they hurt but we don't like them three-star reviews are like oh that was so close so but <laughs> I, I mean there's been funny ones early in my career i got one where they said this author needs a cold shower i thought that was hilarious and it was probably true so i, I love that <laughs> you know hey. carrie's, carrie's older stuff super <laughs> I love it. Like we released one under TQ and they're like, can we have the next one? And we're like, we don't really write like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's supposed to be a foursome and you know, yeah. That's not really a brand to the Terry Gwen too much. Yeah. So, I think orgy stresses me out because it's just like what? <laughs> I forget whose body parts wear. It's, oh, it's a lot of body Jane Ryland. I, she wrote Jesus. I'm like, how many, how many people? <laughs> yes. Gail Matthews has a series. It's a dark romance series called here lie here lives a corpse and there's three book four books out so far three and the fourth one coming out soon and it's a reverse harem and holy shit this girl has seven men in her harm and i am like i'm sorry how do you take care of seven days that's a good time (laughs) oh my god it's so hot it's so hot and she writes it so well like if (laughs) this is creepy but i swear to god if somebody was like i need you to put these people in the positions of where she's writing them, I could. I swear to God, I could. I could. I could direct that porno. I porno. I could do it. Oh, yeah. oh it funny. takes a lot of skill. I mean, it, you know, some people are like, "Well, that's just porn." It takes a lot more skill than it's obvious. Oh yeah, <laughs> to, to coordinate that stuff. So, so good. Ten out of ten. Yeah, because we used to write 
we used to i mean the found in oblivion series there's two threesome books yeah i love writing threesome books love love because it's so messy and i just love it all the emotions and i i love them every once in a while i'm just like yeah it's time to write another threesome just (laughs) we don't do it as much because i'm not sure how they go in crescent cove (laughs) i mean it might be might be an interesting tale for the future but i don't know but yeah we love them so my last writing question is what is your biggest inspiration like source of inspiration when you're writing like when you guys come up with ideas what do you say like your biggest inspiration is can't say hairstyles <laughs> oh if you knew how many stories though <laughs> we have plotted so many because of him yeah but definitely music and concerts i'd say yeah. music <laughs> even even for the non-music books music is pretty much our sole inspiration <laughs> Um, and I use Pinterest a lot because I need the visual aid. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, Carrie will go in there every once in a while and take a look around. But <laughs> take a look around. <laughs> we, we did. Uh, forget uh, to ever go back. We did our um, our writing thing with um, a writing expert called Becca Syme, and we found out a lot of stuff about ourselves. And Carrie's a big individualizer. She every every character is never going to sound like another. Mm-hmm. which is a major plus in our book because nobody has ever said that oh that I read that before which is nice but um I tend to use a person and Carrie kind of doesn't yeah even when we use Terry the character I mean deviated from him not too long he looked like Harry but personality wise he kind of went his own way <laughs> you know what Ian did soften because of Harry yeah we had such a bad boy in mind for this is rock revenge we had such a bad guy like totally fucked up awful history and he was still fucked up but he just got so much nicer he just, got, he, just he became too much like harry like the softness <laughs> like he's just sweet and he couldn't be a mean person ever i love him have you guys watched the videos of him like talk like trying to pronounce people's names at concerts? um yes Yes. My favorite Pretty- one is when he's in Italy and he's like, Odella, 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 yes. you're all 12 of you are saying the same thing. <laughs> no, no, not Odella. I know. I can pretty I'm much, if, I say Cara. If, yes. If you've seen a Harry YouTube video, I pretty much it. guaranteed I saw it. Same. Pretty much. <laughs> my, my significant other gets so pissed off, like not pissed off, but he's like, you're insane because I have played these Harry trivia games on YouTube <laughs> where it plays like two seconds of his song and I'm like, yep. oh, that's And the One Direction it. ones. Yep. Oh yeah. Girl, don't <laughs> even play with me One Direction. One Direction was like my, my gospel. That's my gospel. We only came it. to it in 2017 when he released album so we were way behind the one direction stuff we watched that apple behind the album thing and that was the that was the part yeah yeah dead ass no <laughs> Carrie joke. watched it before I, you watched it first right and then you're yeah. like go watch this dead <laughs> ass no joke you can watch I, any musical documentary it doesn't matter it could be an obscure band we behind behind the music probably could be our gospel it's <laughs> real i could it's coming back we're so excited <laughs> i could literally listen to any one direction song and i can tell you who is singing what part of the whole oh that 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 used to drive me crazy because i couldn't tell if it was zane or harry on some of them yeah because zane has that really high falsetto oh my god my 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 man my man (laughs) can hit them notes zane is very attractive i would say that zane's so hot bro zane and harry are babies 
And oh my God. And then carpool karaoke when, okay, last thing. When Harry hits that note in nobody and drag me down in the back oh, of yes. that car, I said, sir, please rail me. Like for real. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of snl too much did it's you watch cool. the snl with harry oh absolutely i love him yeah he's, he's, he's so funny the best he is and i'm like, super excited to see his movie with olivia from olivia's book did you see where there were people like are suspecting that he got casted as a uh, star fox for marvel yes <laughs> i'm excited i'm crying Okay, anyways, I'm just so glad that my baby is getting all the appreciation he deserves. He, he deserves it. He does. And finally got a Grammy after not even being nominated before. Oh, girl, that Grammys? Holy sweet. <laughs> we were not prepared ever. for that. We were, we were screaming. We're like, he has no shirt? <laughs> I want to be I want to be Lizzo so bad. I know. When, uh, was it the, I would love to see them together. Was it the Brits where he was wearing the yellow suit and he spilled yes. wine all over him because Lizzo like took his drink and tossed it back because back, whatever is like, oh my God, that's straight tequila. <laughs> I literally <laughs> and I, love it. We loved him with Stormzy too and his secret show. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> yes. We love Harry. Same. Okay, so Stevie, reading questions. Go ahead. Sorry, Stevie. <laughs> I enjoy the banter with that, even though I'm not like on that bandwagon. I'm gonna send you guys the picture of my screensaver like immediately. Um, what is the first book that ever made you cry? That's a tough one. <laughs> huh. uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't cry much. Is it Bridge to Terabithia? Because that's everybody's. I know. I'm not even sure I read that. I might have. We had two. Um, I watched the movie and I cried. <laughs> Hmm. I'm gonna have to think on that one because yeah I, I mean there's maybe five to ten books I've cried over my whole life and I can't even think of any right now see see how well prepared I am this is me it's fine um yeah I, no, like, I don't cry people. very often when it comes to read I should no I, every once in a while I will like uh Lucy gets me a lot lately <laughs> god damn her yeah Lucy's <laughs> Lucy score is so good yeah We're huge I like yeah. fans um uh nora roberts is our queen we have read everything that she's ever written pretty much but i'm not even sure she makes me cry i mean i I can't really think of any i'm not heartless i swear but i can't think of any (laughs) me and stevie cry on the daily um i sent it to you on instagram i i cry often when it comes to books same 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 it's fine so who are some of your favorite authors besides nora roberts (laughs) You can't tell we love her, right? No, not, <laughs> um, not our queen at all. Nope. <laughs> we love Lucy Score. Yep. Um, Lauren Lane. Yep. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Sky Warren, as I mentioned before, I always enjoy her books. Um, oh, Anika Martin. She's my new favorite lately. I'm yeah, loving her rom coms. So funny. Uh, Pippa. Pippa is. Pippa Grant. Um, was. Uh, big on my list and then it's nothing she did that made me fall off it's just I think I was rom-commed out there for a bit I was reading a lot of them yeah um, Lane is definitely one of our favorites because she she does write a lot like Nora actually Cynthia Eden I do enjoy I sometimes get a little um I want more you know what I mean um R.S. Gray I enjoy uh 
I like Roxy Noor too. She's also rom com. I like Roxy. Her books. Roxy's good. Yeah, she's funny. Claire Kingsley's really good too. I don't read a lot of rom com. I feel like I should though. We like Sarah Nay. Oh, I like no. Katie Roos. Katie Royce? Roos? R E U S. Um, I read because she's uh she writes suspense stuff. For it. Yeah, I've been Can we say JD Rob? Because that's Nora, but it's her other name. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Dude, Rourke. Sure, I know that. That's Rourke is, yeah, she can. Donovan is, Donovan is a thing because of Rourke. He's our version of Rourke. Okay, cool. To be sure. Now, are you an e reader or a physical copy person? E reader. I haven't touched like a real book except for like occasional tarot stuff in yeah. probably 10 so years. My learning books to be physical. I obviously collect both. <laughs> Kindle yeah, books. I still have them. I like I like to collect books, but I don't read them, so I don't know. I just always go to my e-reader; it's just so handy. And well, we're such moody readers. Um, also, my dinner is chilling over there. We will uh, we'll get all into a book, and then as, if I don't finish the book the same day or the next day, I could fall away. I don't mean to. Just I, if it has to I have to really love the book like I'll read it on ebook I have to really love it and then if I love the cover sold I'm buying it I don't even care I don't care she'll buy yeah. the same book in different covers if she falls don't me. call me out like <laughs> why <laughs> your husband's probably in the other room telling you that <laughs> and it's also secondly let's just put that let me just clarify it's only one author in particular Stephen King. it's Stephen King guys Oh, Carrie likes that. No, Dean Koontz. Carrie loves Dean Koontz, too. I, yeah. So I she like hasn't read him in a while. No, it's been a long time, unfortunately. I love Stephen King. And I have, like, multiple versions of all of his things on my shelf. It's We've insane. got a new cover, like, every year. I know, and I have to buy it immediately. Immediately. <laughs> I love him. He is my, I, yeah, yeah, I love him. He's my soulmate in another life. I feel it. <laughs> Tell him your tattoo. Oh yeah, I have a tattoo. <laughs> it's a directional post. And then it has like all of his locations that he's wrote about and all of his little mm. books. Obviously, since Ants the Balloon, everybody's like, oh, it's it. And it's like, yeah, but there are other there's others here. Oh, that's cool. There's the, it is why I don't like clowns. It's all his fault. I literally I tell people this all the time <laughs> to explain my obsession. A tattoo. B, I have limited edition playboy edition like cover like magazines when before he was like an actual like he was a big name author and he was uh just graduated from uh college he was writing uh short stories in playboy and i have the editions that he has wow public yeah it's a problem it's that's a, problem. a real fan <laughs> <Literally in> life. <laughs> the only actual physical books i still pretty much have are nora See, like, I feel like the way y'all feel about Nora is the way I feel about Steven. <laughs> and Nora loves Steven. I, I'm pretty sure Steven is Nora's favorite author. So see, it's a nice circle. <laughs> hey, look, big circle, ladies. Big circle. So what's yep. John Sanford? <laughs> what? John Sanford, too, yeah. Huh. So what's your absolute favorite trope to read? Uh, mm. Me, enemies to lovers. No <gasps> doubt. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes. we love the grumpy boys those are our favorites <laughs> i want somebody to hate you so good. it's just so entertaining oh yeah 
And when they don't want to love you, that's the best. Oh, yeah. podcast, I no longer have to say what my favorite trope is. Everybody already Everybody knows. Shout it from the rooftop, everybody. Secret baby. We obviously enjoyed that as well. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I think I enjoy Secret Baby more than Taryn does. But, I mean, yeah, I I always enjoy those. No matter how many I read, for some reason, I'm drawn back to them again. Exactly. It's like a ever, it's like a cycle. It is. I like when there's built-in conflict. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to be bored. And, you know, right off the bat, you're like, okay, here's going to be some fireworks. You can never be bored with the child. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. So neither one of us have children, so you know. <laughs> yeah, we all have baby, but If you like Secret Baby, you should read. And if you like Love Triangle, too, I have to preface that because that's a big part of this book. Is that- I know what she's going to say. Nah, it's not that, actually. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> is Willow Winter's new yeah. book. It's her duet. And it's... Tequila Rose and, uh, and Autumn. Autumn. I knew she was going to say that. Yeah. This lady acts like I don't know her. <laughs> she likes to do the duets in the trilogies, doesn't she? She doesn't do one books too often. Mm-mm. She's amazing on TikTok, so I've actually been interested in her TikToker. books just watching. Oh my god, her her TikToks get funnier and funnier every time she gets on there. Yeah, she's great at it. So and she's Katie definitely Robert been intriguing me. Yeah. Katie Ray, Katie writes a little bit more taboo than we do, but her TikToks are hilarious. Yeah. Are we ready for the trope section, Stevie? Okay, so this is our favorite section of the podcast. However, it is the last portion, which is sad. But we're super excited to ask you guys about trope questions. It's like the basis of our podcast. Um, what is your favorite trope to write and why? You can be as specific or as non-specific as you would like. Well, this is shocking since I just said enemies to lovers. But shockingly, enemies to lovers. And <laughs> I love it because I like the sparks. I like the fighting. I like the rude comments. Yep. I like the heroin heroin being like, I will never love you, and it's a lie. And I, I like hate sex. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can learn a lot by somebody by hating by being angry. Like you can learn a lot by somebody through anger. That's the truth. Yeah, your true personality really comes out. Absolutely. And I think it's easier to do that than it is to have them like sit down at dinner and be like, Oh, what's your favorite color? It's oh like my no, God, I hate it. what drives you and makes me want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I, I, in real well, life, I hate part of the problem for some books, people because we don't write the dating part very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Our dates are fighting. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, next trope question. What's one trope you would eventually like to write that you haven't written? God. Yeah. It's going to be tough for them. They got like all kinds of tropes. We're in like left? the 70s for our books, aren't we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm like, is there anything left? I don't think so. Huh. I think we've covered every trope because um Best Friends even before we, we worked oh, we at have, it as oh, we had, the market. Let me like list them. Let me list them. Okay. Okay. Best friends. Amnesia. I got amnesia. one. Amnesia. Oh, oh, yeah. Amnesia. Yes. Amnesia. Okay. I'm here for an amnesia <laughs> story because Piper I love amnesia really stories. Fun. They're so fun. Mm-hmm. They are. I want to write an amnesia story where she falls in love with, like, I want to write an amnesia story that's opposite of the vow, right? Like, you know how she goes back to Leo at the end? Have you guys watched the movie? Mm-mm. 
Oh shit. Okay, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> so basically she is married and in love with this guy and she's this whole artistic vibey person, whatever, gets in a car accident, forgets everything, goes back to being like a lawyer, like straight laced lady and has no idea who her husband is. And he tries to make her fall back in love with him. He succeeds. She ends up coming back to him at the end of the bo- movie. However, I want to do like a reversal of that where she doesn't end up with the person she was with before and she like uh-huh. falls in love with somebody else because they've allowed like instead of a instead of making trying to make her somebody that she doesn't know they're like right. allowing her to be who she wants right yeah, not forcing terrible. her into her old box exactly and i like that why yeah. somebody That's give me good. a recommendation of a book like that please you should write it and tell us so we can read it <laughs> yeah i mean just um, add it to the list <laughs> <laughs> i think there's one I'll have to send a picture of it to you later so you can read it. But there is one where a girl was engaged. She falls and hits her head, and she actually I've fallen I can't over somebody else. You can still do it. There's only one that I know of. I this Red Bull has made me need to pee. Anyways, um, <laughs> what is one trope that you will never write ever? Won't touch it. I, I have an answer for that, but I can't say we'll never write it. But it makes me nervous, and that's the love triangle because it makes me stabby sometimes and I blame the thoughtless series for that because thank you I had I had to take a break at that book and then I finally had to scan ahead because I needed to know what happened yeah yeah (laughs) there were so many emotions (laughs) I mean actually no there's one thing we'll never write is cheating okay yeah but I think that's kind of the love triangle thing we don't ever like to leave anyone out and it's hard I mean, and that's exactly it's really hard. All of our love triangles end up being threesomes, right? I love love triangles. I love because them. we don't we don't really shy away from the sword play. So the sword play. Ah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, this is only me in, in an older state because when I was younger, I was definitely like no, and you know. Yeah, when we met, she was kind of shocked at some of the things I'd write, and now she's like, "Hell yeah, let's do it!" Yeah. <laughs> We have the ultimately most delicious cover for a threesome. We just, it's got to be perfect. Mm, I am bisexual. So yeah, represent. I'm here for it. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so Stevie, if you want to take our last question before we say goodbye. To my you. favorite question. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, the best. If you were in a book, what trope would you want for your story? specifics please falling for a rock star or actually excuse me rock star falling for me because <laughs> yeah. i've already fallen for the rock star yeah no, no specific reason why though you know just it would be a rock star for me too i mean that's why we write them i want yeah. a paranormal reverse harem immediately well <laughs> some days that'd be pretty enough. good fuck no no you're telling me right now that if you had the option to have both vicious wrath and zetas in the same room i don't know and, and can we and we can send them away when we want them to go because sometimes you need to be by yourself <laughs> so they can come here on command and then leave i mean yeah, we'll good quarter i could do it yeah <laughs> just have like breaks in between that's right that's right i need to recover i need i need electrolytes immediately <laughs> hydration but, but yeah luna falls we're definitely gonna end up with a vampire they're just there's something delicious about a vampire i mean carrie and i love vampire diaries mm, twins they're <laughs> stevie's eyes went <laughs> 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 
I like the originals more than I like the Vampire Diaries. That's just because I'm a... <sighs> Klaus. Klaus. She likes Elijah and I like Klaus. Elijah. We're going to talk about that. Henry! Twins! Twins! <laughs> I'm high-fiving you. I, I got wide-eyed because a friend of mine from high school used to write for the Vampire Diaries and the originals. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And when the show ended, obviously she moved on to other jobs. <laughs> Um, she was able to get me Catherine's necklace. Oh my god. Catherine was one of her favorite. Yeah, Catherine was awesome. We um, were like, Elena, fuck her. But Catherine? Yes. <laughs> I love the necklace. And yeah, um, we were definitely Damon girls. You know. Oh, I am definitely a Damon girl. I have his boxers, too. I'm oh. class. All wow. In originals. Yeah. I love uh, him. Yeah, Damon. Yeah. Class Early Damon, especially. Seasons one through four, all good. Oh, my sweet baby Jesus. I, yeah, I would literally have classes children, babies, tomorrow. I'd let him choke me. <laughs> Noah is actually based on Joseph Morgan, Ooh. like, physically, so, Hot. in our Bro- Brooklyn Dawn series. I love so. that. <laughs> However, that is the end of our podcast, and that means that we have to end this with you lovely ladies. But it has been super fun talking to you guys. And we really appreciate you guys coming on and talking. However, we like to leave this little portion at the end for you guys to promote yourselves. Talk about anything you want to talk about. Just so, have yourself out. Have your fun. Have fun. Uh, well, you can find us at quinnandelliot.com. Uh, two N's, two T's. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, or terraquin.com. Darrenquinn.com. Yep, we have two websites because you know we like to be special that way. <laughs> uh, we do have a Facebook group actually too called the Word Wenches Reader Group. Um, you can find us on Facebook, and we have a lot of fun in there. And uh, our next book is Wrong Bed Baby, which will be coming out in less than two weeks. Holy fuck! I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, yeah, we'll we'll have some more stuff coming out this summer too. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Had a blast. Come on. Thanks.